Okay, back. Okay, yes, let's do this. Uh, quick disclaimer, these are, like, voice diaries that I am making about the show and about how I did certain things. Um, half to explain, like, the method to my madness to the audience and the other half just for me to keep track of how I thought about these things because artists are very bad at keeping track of that. Like, not a lot of people... Not a lot of people in the industry really know how they come up with ideas, and I actually put a lot of thought into what, why I did something subconsciously, and also I put a lot of purpose in what I'm choosing to put into my art, which is very much what I'm making now. It's not even a show, it's art. I'm making art. That's the difference between what this is versus my show. This is content. My show is art. And that... That resonates with me, so I'm trying to make these little voice notes more authentic-ish. Not more authentic-ish, they're already authentic-ish, but to provide another level of authentic-ishness. Authenticity, that's the word, for my audience, and for anyone who's, like, investigating me and how I'm doing these things, because, I mean, like, I think it's interesting, so... <laughs> Which is why it's also optional listening, so you do not have to listen to this. This is me going through what at this point in time is my most current episode to A World Without Danger, one of my letters episodes, right? Oh, I actually meant to post more of these before I ever got to this one, but so much has been happening. For starters, I am not in New Orleans at the moment. I am in Austin, Texas for the summer doing job number two. I'll go into that later. But upon me leaving New Orleans at the end of May, start of June, I lost my wallet and had to get all that replaced. Um, my laptop, like since 2016, so of like five years, died. Like just the monitor, not the whole CPU, thank God. Um, uh, the first or second day that I got into Austin, uh, a weight in the gym shattered my phone screen that had all the other voice notes on it for this and so many other things. So, yeah, one thing after another basically has been happening, which has delayed not only me doing like voice diary entries, but like just any kind of progress on the show so like this is definitely me trying to build up my momentum again um because i definitely already did this <laughs> i can't get that back i can't get it back it's somewhere online because lord knows i thought they were all backed up somewhere but i have i have yet to see them so thank you google <laughs> Uh, what I'll do now is, like, go through the episode instead of just rambling. I feel like that'll just make everything sharper when it comes to... Because, you know, I want it to be organic, but, you know, there's there comes a point where it's like, oh, God, <laughs> this is bad. Like, I recorded one in the car and, like, listened to it. I was like, I am, like, convinced that this is, like, content and not art, but damn, I at least got to do a better job than that. Like, it's just too bad. You just really can't listen to it. So, anywho, yes, this is me explaining my sidetrack episode, my very much Star Trek-influenced episode. Um, first, starting off with the fact that the only reason I have this 
is because I had already met, like, a series of delays on the show right before this. Um, the letters episodes were my attempt to catch my audience up to me, catch up again in general when it comes to how I was releasing things, because I was doing great with my twice-a-month thing and keeping that momentum on social media, but then all that, all the other stuff happened, uh, most importantly of which, allyship died. That stopped being a fad. People stopped wanting to do that. And, like, to the surprise of no one. But my show, which is very much rooted in what I hate is a fad, like, okay, how do you get that audience back? Because no one's trying to think about how white people are evil you know, the rest of the year. They only wanted to think about it during the Floyd riots, where they felt compelled to do something because that's what the internet kept shoving in their faces. But, surprise, and something I very much clocked at the beginning of me doing all this was, you know, like, no one no one gives a shit no more. No one's gonna give a shit, like, a couple months from now, so any, any iron eye strike has to be now because it's hot. And, yeah, so it's, like, coming back to that and coming back to me doing audio engineering on my own, I I felt a difference in my technique, my own spiritual makeup, because at this point I've been working at Bezos Plantation for, like, five months. So that influenced everything I was doing. I was at work, actually, when I had the idea for this episode, because it can be so bad that I just dip out from reality and everyone else does things like, we'll try and wear headphones. A lot of the staff just goes in either drunk or high just to get by. And I realized I was forming some very unhealthy habits Every night when I left work and just drinking every night, I was like, I am drinking every single night. Oh, no. We need to stop this. So I did. But then that means I'm like far more aware at work um, as opposed to just hungover or drunk um, or high, which is, you know, not saying I was, but like someone was in that building. So at the very least... It's it's rare the person who is completely sober and alert at work the entire day. So, so that was me. And I was trying to ditch it by, like, listening to audiobooks, music. But they really got onto us about having headphones in the building, which was a thing for safety. Um, like, it was an issue for safety. Like, they're not wrong about that. And it's a definite it's a definite sign that I'd rather be injured than be fully cognizant and aware of things at work. I'd rather this building go up in flames with me in it than survive and have to come back to it. It, like, we talked about that at work. Like, yeah, it, isn't it? It's bad. Like, that sounds bad, right? So it was during one of those intensely sober days at work that I was dipping out mentally with nothing else aiding me except my own imagination. And in it, I was like, I wish I could just... Take me, the people I like here, you know, and leave this planet. Leave this building. I just wanted to rescue everyone I loved. Both in that building, just also, like, in the world at the time. Just, like, all my people of color, my queers of color. I just wanted to take all of us, like, marginalized, oppressed, endangered species that we are. And get on a Noah's Ark and get the fuck out. 
And that stayed with me. That was that was back in like February, I think, when I first had that little um flight of fantasy. So it all came resurging again when I started doing like the letters concept, which are definitely my breakaway from the usual format of my show. Cause my show, y'all, is supposed to be based off of books. Ain't nobody here really listened to all my little side interviews that I'd be doing for all my other friends' podcasts, but I definitely explain why I do everything on this show. And I used books from the very beginning because everyone at least at one point read or held or got or heard of one of the books, at least one of the books I've mentioned so far. And I made a list of those just to make sure, like, I covered the gamut. And... It was good because I was like, okay, yes, at least somebody will have heard of The Secret Garden, right? You know, or The Hungry Hungry Caterpillar. Like, someone has heard of one of the two of those books. But when it came to, like, moving images and just media and video games and film, I was like, okay, now I'm getting kind of specific. And I remember doing this, like, last year around this time, actually, just these Instagram videos that... Some people got, some people didn't. And so I was like, okay. Definitely stick with books, because that's just what, like, it's just the safest medium. But then it definitely ruined a lot of, like, the initial ideas I had about going into films and TV shows and everything else to learn how to be better people from them. And I'm stressing people because not just allyship, but, like, you do it because you want to be a better friend, right? Like a better person. So, you know, honestly, this show could be called So You Want to Be a Better Person. So You Want to Be a Better Friend. Um, anywho. Oh, brain fart. Yeah, you can tell these aren't edited. <laughs> um, when the Floyd riots... Not the Floyd riots. Uh, think. Okay, redo that, Simon. So, when I thought of the letters concept, it gave me the chance to go back to all the TV and media stuff that I had said no to because they were not books, right? And so now I was like, oh, in this I could do a Star Trek episode. Finally. But about what? And then at the exact same week that I was thinking about that, came the revelation of the Derek Chauvin trials. And as they were reading the verdict and online like went crazy with the results, I felt myself dipping out in the same way like mentally that I do at work. And then everything just connected all at once. And I was like, yes, absolutely perfect. And I guess the icing on the cake for how difficult it was to make this episode was when... Um, is when also like my laptop died because like <laughs> that meant I couldn't use my equipment really uh lost access to the to the audio software I had been using and still during this time <clears throat> um getting ready to move to Austin just for the summer so my life was a lot of a wreck at this point in time not a wreck, but a mess, a turbulent mess. And when I 
bought my new laptop, I was like, you know what, Simon? You're either in it or you're not. You either love doing this or you don't. It's time to really commit and buy, like, equipment to do it with. Because I've, I've loved what I have been doing my stuff with. But, you know, I'd very much been scary. Not scared. Scared of horrified, terrified, highly anxious about getting any equipment, any any more instruments, because then it means I'm really in it, in it. And I was like, Sam, you're already in it, in it. Just, like, dive. So I did, and I got a mixing board. It's called the Roadcaster Pro. Um, it's for XLR mics and, you know, that whole world. Won't go into it, but in podcasting speak, that means I took the plunge. Like... Because now it's going to be that ever-climbing, I've got to update equipment and all this other ish. Because um, you is serious. and But I'm, I am. I'm, like, serious about it. So, yeah. I used and had to learn all of that, make this episode, and then publish it about four days before I had to leave my apartment in New Orleans. And I brought that equipment with me to Texas, but I was like, okay, nope, Siamese, it's do or die. So I had to learn what it could do, and then literally everything you heard, um, which I'll play real quickly in a second, is me using my equipment for that first time. So let's see how this works. Um... So, like, those sounds, for example, that that whole spaceship thing, like, I've kept a playlist of, like, spaceship sound effects and noises on my little, like, Storyblocks account, which also ended right after I did this episode, um, for months, because I just, while I had it, I just kept finding all this stuff that I liked listening to, and, you know, everything from phasers to thrusters, all this other stuff, um... I've been collecting all of that, honestly, since last November when I did the Matilda episode and needed to find noises for a train station. Um, Because originally I used... What was it? It was a specific sound. Ah, man. I'll remember it in a second. Anyway. This part is just white noise. That right there is just white noise. Oh, there's me. Final refuge. That's me doing an Avery Brooks impersonation. Um, If you do not know who that is, that is Captain Benjamin Sisko from the Star Trek series Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Oh, Commander Koch, please. To what do I owe this honor? I hope everything's okay. I messed up on Pardon that. Pardon interruption, Captain. Dr. Orion has put the last patient to sleep and is now off duty while the motherboard monitors the injured. Report has been filed and ready to send... That's my friend Kelly Koch. Hey, Kelly! Um, I messed up specifically on her title. It's Major, not Commander. I'm the Commander. She's the Major. Um, couldn't keep track of that. The way I'm doing that whole scene, like, all the different sounds you're hearing are related to a sequence of buttons that I have on the uh, 
switchboard on the Rodecaster Pro. So I'm very much like hitting buttons as I as I make that monologue. Like that is what I did live, quote unquote. But everything else you're hearing, like from the from the warp noise to the ship's ambiance to Kelly's little lines, all of that has been pre-programmed in these little buttons that I'm just pressing as I talk. And praying to God that they are recording in audacity. The look, because I lost my other music software. Audacity. Um, I am just praying to God that it is recording all right. And then it did, and I was actually super impressed. Like, those lines from Kelly, I, like, get all of my lines from all kinds of different people in different ways. And that literally, was, I was just playing it on the Facebook Messenger app. And it recorded perfectly. I was so happy. I was like, and this is what I spent my money on. Oh my god, that alone made it worth it. You just have no idea. Um, and meanwhile, it's automatically compressing and processing and all these things. And Yeah, so there's that. Oh god. I'll start over. Computer, restart yep. log. So this is me pressing a button. Start date. 4560.023. This is the there was a trick CR for the start date. I forget what it was. But it's a real date. It's like an important date in my life. But I said it differently. To rescue marginalized groups from extinction. Oh, here we go. Here's the bop of the century. Hold up. In pursuit of a world without danger. So, a lot of the music I've been... I've been well, first off, I've been making a lot of music. And this piece was one I had ordered from one of my good friends this and is just co-workers. This is Remedy. Arthur Conseye. I was like, Arthur, I need a Star Trek theme. Um, let me pause that. Arthur, I need a Star Trek theme was the exact words I used. And I wanted it to be a combination of the Star Trek Discovery theme and... Oh, shit. Um, oh, what was the other one? What was the other one? It was Star Trek Discovery and... Ultra looks, ultra looks, 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 lux, ultra looks. Um, it's a song by an artist called Fote, and I like, I put in little benchmarks of how much of a song I want and the DNA of mine. Um, and I'll I'll get really, really, really specific about that with him whenever we work together on stuff, but. For this one, I was like, I trust you. Just go at it. I can't find, like, Star Trek-sounding music online anywhere. So, please make it for me. And that bitch did it. Oh, my God. Ugh. It is a bop. He was like, we can work on it more later. I'm like, oh, no, it's good. Honestly, I just needed to be this long. And then I was like, shit, this is a bop that we need to work on later. <laughs> like, he, oh, he spoke that into existence. So, good job, Arthur. Very Friday Night Lights, too. It was like Friday Night Lights, The Expanse. I heard so many other influences in it. And that just made me go, wow! It's been a harrowing year aboard the Remedy since we, the crew, stole this vessel and subsequently our lives back from the tyrannical reign of a dictator hell-bent on killing us. So I'm basically talking about Trump. I'm talking about the year that we've had. And the mission of the SS Remedy, which is to take all these marginalized groups and rescue them. Um, and then I just kind of went the fuck off and created a whole story for this captain. Uh, captain Sion Platinum. Sion is my middle name. 
and uh, let me think, Captain. Let me think, Sion. Yeah, that's my middle name. Nobody really knows that. I don't think. <laughs> Maybe some friends now because I I went through the effort of telling people this on social media. It's not my last name. It's usually how I go by on the internet because I hate my actual last name. Um, but my father's last name is Platt. And... Oh, God. Well, I didn't mention any of that before to anyone. So, yeah, Platt. So, that's where the platinum came from. Um, because I'm like, God, Platt is such a god-awful name. Uh, how do we sexy that up? And platinum was the result. And then after I came up with that, I was like, oh, that's a fucking great space captain name. What's his story? And then it and then it just went off into the deep end of me, like, putting in all my favorite influences from, like, Cowboy Bebop to Tenchi Muyo to Star Trek to... Not Star Wars, sorry. <laughs> um, and, and literally any other sci-fi thing I've ever loved went into that. I'm just like, oh yeah, we're leaving because, and then we're leaving, like, Battlestar Galactica was a definite, definite uh, influence of mine for this, for this episode, too. So, you know, there's that, and then there's me talking about hope. That was a whole nother episode topic in itself, way back in the gap. Hope being a privilege, deep. It was gonna, it was gonna spring from my notes from a horror movie or horror genre-themed episode talking about race and horror, um, and then talking about the antidote to that, which is science fiction. That was a whole thing. I should have gotten a degree in this. Uh, this as much as I care about it. As much as I actually wrote about it, I was like, I could have just fucking wrote papers on this shit. As much as I researched about these concepts. Like, you're hearing me rant about it on the show, but honest to God, it was like, you just don't understand the amount of docs I have on Google about this topic. So, you know, if anybody's looking for a speaker for shit, your boy, your boy's right here and could talk to you. Um, meanwhile, like, while I'm, like, delivering all of this, like, what one friend said, like a sermon, on top of that, I, I kind of have, like, a bomb halfway through it. We're like, I start breaking apart, like, like the narrative around all of this. Um, like I have the, the radio waves kind of like interfering. Like there's some radio interference. Why would I with the fantasy that I have built up? Why would I? What? And I can't even keep track of it anymore. So traumatic. Which is definitely me. In real life, losing grip on my own reality. Um, the whole disassociation speech came from, like, one of the therapists I was talking to at the time, um, who was like, oh, well, whenever you fight something that's in your reality, that's disassociation. You're, you've been disassociating. He was like, you have definitely been disassociating. That's what all this, like, my sci-fi episode sounds like. Because I described how I, like, get through a day at work. (laughs) Like... (laughs) So I was like, oh, no. And, you know, that whole disruption, like, the play on, oh, this was never my reality and to begin with, oh, and I'm fighting against it? Okay, well, then what is it? That word, reality. Just conscious from your body. So that's where this talk came from. I honestly can't think of 
something that would do can I? I yep this is me losing a grip on it losing grip on my fake reality uh, it's something reality members of the jury I understand you have a verdict And then the reveal that this is all a giant fucking reaction, not video, but episode to the Chauvin trials. Click! <laughs> like, for anyone who's stuck in that long, I got a message from those friends, and I am touched. Because um, it's tough with nonfiction and just real life to be able to put things in a show like drama or a twist that isn't forced. And when I thought about like, oh yeah, let's totally stop everything and get into why I would even do this episode in the first place as just a coping mechanism, essentially, for the harsh reality of being black in America. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I was like, where's my award? I felt so proud of me. And again... All of this is being done with my, like, switchboard. The only thing I think I did in post was actually put in the song, because that came after everything. And I just, like, that was, I just had to put in the song. Like, I even left a long enough gap in it, in the show and recorded myself saying SS Remedy beforehand on this thing to just put in that music, literally. So, the like, not a lot of post happened here. Um... So proud of me for that. So I like the that whole inter like that whole like verdict reading was done in um was like done on YouTube and I literally just recorded that into this episode live. Same thing with Kelly's lines. And that's how I got that in there. So super proud of me. This is me with two days left before I have to go away for a month. Um, and I was determined to get it done because I knew right now, like, I knew I would not have the energy to do it until, what is it? It's July. It's July now. And this is our first week off at job number two for me to think more about the show and doing this, right? So I called it. I know me. I know me. And I am so happy I do. Oh, man. So the rest of this episode is kind of very self-explanatory. I'm just going to let you listen to it if you haven't already. I love how these things are actually longer than the piece itself. <laughs> but it mattered a lot to me that this specific one got the, how did you do this out there? Because it was really important to me. So, yeah. Um, that covers that. I'm done. Hopefully I can find the older ones to post those. But if not, whatever. The point is that I shared it, and yay me for doing that, and all of this. Bye!